What's going on, guys? This is the Powerline Kids podcast. Uh, this is Brian Black, and uh, I just want to see. Uh, got a couple of quick questions. How is everybody's Christmas? How is everybody's New Year's Eve? Um, I do have a couple of things to bring up. Um, yeah, we've been away for not that long. It's only been a week. Um, <clears throat> you know, with Christmas uh, and New Year's both falling midweek. Uh, it kind of did fuck up schedules because everybody's got to deal with family and stuff. Um, we had some shit going on. Um, I had to actually take a trip up north, which I do want to fucking touch on and talk about. Old people, I, I love older people. I really fucking do. Um, because they either fucking forget where they are, forget what they're fucking doing, or they can't fucking take care of themselves anymore. Um... So, I had to go up and help uh, family members out. I had fucking spent all day fucking Saturday cutting up furniture with a fucking sawzall. Um, now, that's a fucking pain in the ass. It's not like cutting up like fucking just like, you know, a couple of fucking old shelves. No. We cut up fucking like a lot of shit that was f- just fucking disgusting. It was coated with fucking nicotine. And anybody who smokes in their fucking house and doesn't clean, you definitely have a fucking problem. But to make matters worse is on top of that, you have fucking animals in the house, okay? Um, You have fucking animals that piss and shit wherever the fuck they want. Mostly cats. Cats don't give a fuck. They literally will piss and shit wherever they fucking want to. Um, This is why a lot of people... me specifically don't have fucking cats because what they do is they mark their territory. And when you introduce a new cat into like, I don't know what the fuck it's called. Is it the fucking pride? Is that what we're going with? Are we going with the pride of cats? We have a pride of cats. My aunt and uncle had fucking nine fucking cats that my aunt had rescued periodically over the years. And a lot of them were strays, ones that people fucking got and just moved and didn't want to take them. You know, dogs are different. Dogs are man's best friend, you know. Um, dogs are one of those animals that no matter what, you fucking, you don't really want to ever leave your dog behind. People do it, and I think those people are fucking scumbags. But I think the people are scumbags too who fucking neglect their fucking animals. But you have... You have people who who do the right thing. They take these animals in, trying to give them a home, you know, keep them out of the cold because we don't want them to freeze to death. But certain animals have that, like, fucked up mentality where, hey, I'm going to come into a new environment where there's other animals. I'm going to assert myself. I'm going to piss every fucking place I can. And cat piss, you cannot ever get that fucking smell out of anywhere. Um, and I mean, they pissed like on the fucking furniture and on the, one of the fucking cats, like made a fucking cat fucking condo out of a fucking sofa. And, you know, I mean, it fucking ridiculous. We cut up pretty much just about everything. Um, because it smelled like fucking nicotine and fucking cat piss and cat shit. And 
Not to say there wasn't fucking litter pans. There was fucking nine cats. There was four litter pans in the fucking kitchen. And then there was another five litter pans in these big fucking metal basins in the fucking living room. Now, I'm sorry, but if it gets to that point where I'm running a cat shelter, these motherfucking cats better have a job and be charging and be paying me fucking rent. And not running out and bringing me a fucking city, uh, a fucking sewer rat or a fucking tuna, a uh, can of tuna fish or a fucking tuna out of the fucking ocean. You know, these motherfuckers better be like going down the fucking street corner and either hustling for fucking money or out working a fucking job, like working fucking feline security somewhere. You know, um, this, but this is the fucking problem. So I spent all day fucking Saturday, pretty much nine hours doing the right thing, helping my cousin out. Um, but it was a fucking full day of work. It was like we had, it was my mom. It was my cousin. Um, it was, uh, it was his, his best friend, Skippy. Um, uh, one of his other friends, uh, that was there. Uh, the doctor, the good doctor, um, a couple other guys that were there, uh, uh, there was a police officer there helping us out who was, he was friends with, um, everybody chipped in and, and one of the, one of his friends, Skippy made the best comment. Um, he said, you know, you know, your family, when your family comes to help you and you know who your friends are because everybody else turns a blind eye to it. So, uh, that was nice. Um, and I, I did turn, uh couple people on to the show um i want to thank you if you have checked in uh and checked us out um but how was everybody's christmas you know did you go go and you sit with the family and have a good time and sit at the table and bullshit about this and that and you know who did what who got this for this one and you know this person's a fucking asshole for this reason you know or you find old photo albums i mean my cousin brought uh with his uh his girlfriend his significant other brought uh, a couple of photo albums he had found while he was cleaning out his parents apartment and uh he was trying to figure out like who was who in the pictures those stories are always good i mean we found some pictures um a bunch of times where we we're like who's this person you know oh that person is like they're, they're not a relative they're a family friend who you know twice removed and it's your uncle's cousin's father's college roommate. So what's that make us? Absolutely nothing. But it's friends that are that are close. They're, they're considered family members. Do you have anybody have anybody like that in their family where it's like, you know, you're not related, but yeah, this is like Uncle Mike or this is like Uncle Dan or Uncle Dave or Uncle Joe. You know, you got that, you know, that person. Or aunt so and so, you know those people in our families who were have been friends your family your parents have been friends so long even if you've been friends so long with somebody and you have kids now um do you have that person in your family or that person you're friends with or your family's friends with that's like an aunt or an uncle you grew up together you know those days those people they don't happen anymore a lot of that doesn't happen anymore you know i mean i remember growing up <clears throat> we always had like you you friends parents had free reign to pretty much beat your ass um if you did something wrong or got out of line which was always fucking great 
because you knew you would get a beating from your friend's parents and then you'd go home after they would call up your parents and go, yeah, we caught them down at the factory again. We told them they weren't supposed to be there. Joe caught them. He brought, he beat the shit out of them and he brought them home. And then, you know, your friends ground it. You got to walk, you do the walk of shame by yourself home. You get in the door and then you get your ass beat a second time. You're like, wait, I already got my shit knocked out of me once. And the classic line was always, well, that was from them, but now I get to beat the crap out of you. It was, it was always great. And then you got grounded afterwards. Um, and, and it was always funny because it was like, man, you know, I, I hated that, but you always, you see these pictures and you always laugh about a lot of these old pictures, whether they be Polaroids or, or anything like that, because they stand the test of time. And one thing a lot I've noticed is <clears throat> a lot of people are using cell phones for holiday pictures and for the new year's pictures and shit like that, but it's all digital now. So how many people have actually gotten pictures taken and turned around and gotten them actually printed out? Like me and Mrs. Black for our wedding photos, we actually went and we had them printed out because we we want to kind of try to keep that tradition going with having the physical picture instead of going, oh, let me grab my phone so I can show you the pictures. No. Um, a lot of that stuff I'm starting to go through, I'm starting to look at and do. I'm starting to get pic- old pictures from family members and stuff. Um, but that's one of those things. That, pictures, man. I mean, they say, you know, uh, a picture's worth a thousand words, but a word is worth a thousand pictures. It's because of, of the old philosophy of cherishing the moment with a picture or a candid snapshot. Um, a great one was a picture my mom had of my grandfather at my cousin's christening. Um, my grandfather, up until the day he died, had stopped drinking, I want to say around age 30. Um, I'm not 100% sure, but it's somewhere in that age range, um, my grandfather went to Korea. I've talked about, we've talked about this before on the show. Um, and, uh, I, oh, I do have to give some props out to Riccio. Riccio actually got me a really good Christmas slash birthday gift, um, which I'm using right now. It's called the Blue Snowball. It's the, it's a new microphone. So I'm actually running on a new mic right now, testing it out for the first time. Um, we are probably going to get another one. Um, Richie will probably hear this in about 30 minutes when his ass gets out of fucking work. Uh, that fucking dredge of a existence at that, that place is. Um, but anyway, I digress. So we, we have these, you have pictures and it was a picture of him going behind the bar to bartend at my cousin's christening. And what's funny about it is my grandfather hadn't had a drink in probably about 25 to 30 years at this point. And it's just a picture of him behind the bar. And it's the funniest fucking picture ever because of the story that goes along with it being that they had a bar. It was supposed to be an open bar for my cousin's christening. There was no bartender. And none of the servers wanted to go behind the bar to tend bar where they were having it at. They had it at the American Legion. 
My grandfather is a member, was a member of the American Legion. He went behind the bar to tend bar for his grandson's christening. I mean, you want to talk about something funny. Here's a man who you never, ever, like, not an alcoholic. He's a recovering alcoholic. He was a recovering alcoholic till the day he died. Um, but here's a man who never touched another drink his entire, the rest of his life. And he lived to be 89 years old. Um, his stories were always funny. And that's one of the biggest drawbacks to holidays now. He's been gone three years. <clears throat> and, um, all his stories were always funny. He never, ever, um, had a dull moment when it came to, to something that went on. Um, and it stemmed from that, those life experiences. And that's something everybody needs to create. You always need to create new experiences in your life because they create memories. And no matter what, we get knocked for a lot of shit, but you know what? Um, it's fine. And of people say shit, which is okay. Um, Somebody named Simon actually fucking called me boring. Simon, you can go fuck yourself. Um, it's not boring. If you don't like it, turn the podcast off. If you have a complaint or something you don't like, stop listening. Um, you can tell us to complain if you want to keep listening. That's great. We thank you for it. If you want to stop listening, you know, you can stop listening. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nobody holding your fucking head underwater saying you have to listen to our podcast. Um, but Simon, I could give a fuck. You can bash us all you want. You can say I'm boring. You can say Richie's not funny. But you know what? There's other people who think we are, and you're the minority. Um, Liam, I do apologize about butchering your last name again. I emailed you personally. Um, I'm going to talk about some food shit only because, uh, we did have a thing for Mrs. Black's birthday. Um, since she is a new year's Eve baby. Um, we had a party. We've had, we've party for every new year since we got our own house, which has been for the last like three years. <laughs> so <clears throat> we had a party, uh, for Mrs. Black and the cool thing was, um, I did learn something. Um, so apparently there's, uh, I made these, uh, things that my grandfather used to make. It's chicken wrapped in bacon with brown sugar and chili powder. Um, so Liam, I was told that you, uh, specifically to you, um, you can make this vegan style with tofu and vegan bacon. Basically you cut them up into one inch cubes. Um, Toss brown sugar and chili powder um, in a bowl. So it's like one cup of chili powder to two tablespoons of chili powder. Mix that up in a bowl, coat it, bake it in the oven um, until the basically the brown sugar dissolves. Um, they're great if you're doing a party. They're great little finger foods. Um, another thing we, were, we made was uh, buffalo chicken dip that Mrs. Black special is her specialty. Um, you can make that as well in a vegan, vegan style. Look it up online. I'm not giving you the recipe for that. Um, <clears throat> but these are memories that we make with our friends. 
So we had friends over, um, Richie O and Mrs. Smile stopped by. Um, I do want to wish them a congratulations since they do have news. Uh, but we will make that announcement at a later date. Um, and it's not the, you know, two-legged walking around small little micro Richios. Um, uh, we are working on cloning him actually. Uh, but at this point we still have not perfected it. It comes out with, uh, three eyes, um, one arm and a, uh, a head up its ass. So anyway, um, but yeah, everybody probably spent, hopefully spent time with family for over the last couple of, over the last week. Um, that's what we did. We spent time with family and friends. Um, but again, it was, I spent some time helping out other people. Um, I wasn't just sitting home going, Hmm, I don't feel like doing a podcast. No, I was actually out doing things. Richie O is doing things as well. Um, as of course, everybody knows that, um, <clears throat> we try to do it together. If we can't, we'll try to solo it. It happens. Uh, I just felt like doing a Friday thing. So, Rise of the Skywalker's been out now since the 20th. You guys got another week to watch it. If not, we're going to talk about it next Sunday. Not this Sunday, next Sunday. But um, The Mandalorian, anybody who hasn't watched The Mandalorian, uh, you got to watch it. It's a great series. Um, It's a great timeline filler. I'm not going to get too much into it, uh, but all the chapters are out now, so you can actually binge it. It did get renewed for a second season, um, which I'm happy about. <clears throat> um, so the other big thing is that, uh, you know, we are definitely experimenting with a lot of different stuff now. Um, we're working on some artwork. We're working on some other stuff. But yeah, it's one of those things where we're growing, we're trying to grow the podcast. Um, ideas from our fans would be helpful. Um, we do take all suggestions. Um, you can reach us at the powerline kids podcast.com. Um, Brian black one at gmail.com. Uh, the powerline kids at yahoo.com. And, um, you go to the website, drop us a line there. That's one of the easiest ways to get uh, a message to us. Um, I do actually have some other stuff to talk about. So we've talked about memories, you know, and one of the biggest things uh, that happens around this time of year is everybody makes New Year's resolutions. Why? I don't under fucking stand. I've been trying to wrap my head around this for fucking, I don't know, 40-something years on why the fuck we make New Year's resolutions. Do you make them because you're forced into it? Nobody's forced into doing anything. Um, You know, I mean, well, you are forced into some shit. You have to pay your bills. You have to take care of your family. Um, There are some fucking scumbags who just don't fucking do either of that. Um, You know, they don't fucking take care of their family. They don't fucking take care of the people they're with. Uh, but those fucking people are assholes. Um, but yeah, so anyway, most people try to fucking follow everything they can. People to do these new year's resolutions. I, and I've heard a couple wacky ones. Like 
I'm going to go to church more. Oh, okay. So instead of going what? Every Sunday, you're going to go twice on Sundays. You're going to go once on Wednesday. Um, I like the other ones who are, I'm going to, I'm going to try to, I'm going to stop doing this. So you're going to quit smoking, quit vaping, quit drinking, quit fucking doing drugs, quit beating your wife, your girlfriend, your kids, your dog for fucking New Year's. Do me a favor. If you're an idiot who made a resolution like you're going to stop beating on your wife, girlfriend, or kids or boyfriend, we're not going to discriminate at this point. Do me a favor. Don't fucking fool yourself because you're fucking a horrible person. Just because you're going to make a resolution to do that doesn't mean you're going to do it. You're an asshole. Um, I love the other ones of, I'm going to go on a diet. You can go on a diet any other fucking time of the year. Oh, New Year's, I'm going to go on a diet. That's great. You know what? Take your diet. It'll last about a fucking week. I'll give you a month. You'll lose five pounds. You'll be like, look, my diet worked. Then you'll go right back to fucking drinking fucking regular beer, eating all the shit you ate before, you know. Some of us can do that. Some of us can do what the fuck we want. We can destroy our bodies how we want. Others don't have the fucking privilege or their bodies just don't want to cooperate. So anyway, I'm fucking getting, I'm getting fucking off track here. So the resolutions, why do we make New Year's resolutions? Is it to make fucking people feel better about themselves? Is it to make there we go i'm getting things already um is it is it to fucking you know hold you accountable um i don't under understand um but that's one of those things where people just they don't really give you that satisfaction so I just looked it up. Um, it says the ancient Babylonians are said to have been the first people to make New Year's resolutions some 4,000 years ago. They were also the first to hold recorded celebrations in honor of the new year. Through uh, Though for them, the year began not in January, but in mid-March when the crops were planted. So that's pretty much the whole New Year's resolution thing. Um Top five New Year's resolutions. Learning a new skill or hobby. Quitting smoking. Listen, if you're making a resolution, like I said, quit smoking, quit drinking, quit, quit fucking eating bad food, don't make it at New Year's because it's not going to last. You actually, in order to, let me tell you something, in order to quit smoking, um, what you need to do is you need to have willpower to quit smoking if you want to quit. You need to turn around and just say, listen, I'm done with this. I'm not going to do it anymore. And, and just stop. There's no miracle fucking thing. A New Year's resolution to quit smoking is not going to fucking help. Um, uh, here's the other ones. Read more. Find another job. It's my New Year's resolution to find another job. You know what? You should have been looking for the other 364 days. Don't fucking wait. If you're, if you're unhappy with your job, and trust me, after this holiday season, I've seen plenty of miserable motherfuckers out in the mall. Richie always talked about it. Um, there are people, seriously, who fucking need to find a new job. Here's the problem. Here is the fucking problem. 
Why won't people find a new job? I'll let you think on that for a couple of seconds. Here's the reason why. Because you're fucking comfortable. You know what you're getting into every fucking day. I got to go into work. I got to get up at 6 o'clock in the morning. I got to get dressed. I got to be in for 7.30. Or I got to be up at 7, in for 9. You know what? You go into work. You fucking stare at the same fucking people. Or maybe fucking you have a cubicle. Maybe your office is open. Maybe you have those low cubicles that fucking blow where you can look everybody in the fucking eye. You can see the guy three cubicles over fucking shoving his fucking finger or girl shoving her finger up her fucking nose and picking her fucking nose when she doesn't think anybody's looking. Or you have that fucking annoying person that just, they, they fucking, when they breathe, it sounds like they're fucking snoring. And... I love the fucking best one, especially about those fucking people. Oh, well, I have sleep apnea. And I use a CPAP, and it works just fine. Here's the problem. No, you need to put the fucking food down, because you probably got fucking half a ham hock stuck in the back of your fucking throat, you dumb fucking bitch. Um, and here's the other thing. You know who the fucking rats are. You know the fucking rats and the two-faced motherfuckers are that you work with. So that's why a lot of people fucking say, oh, for New Year's resolution, I'm going to find a new job. You know what? Find a new fucking job. But here's the problem. You're going to fucking not fucking succeed because you're doing it for New Year's. There's people who will stick to it. There are people who are sick of their fucking jobs and want to find a new one. But you know what? No matter where you go and who you work with, there's going to be people you can't fucking stand and there's going to be people you get along with. Rules to take away from that. One, don't date anybody you work with. Hint, hint. Two, keep your friends separate from work. And what I mean by that is you can have friends at work. Me and Richie were friends. We worked. He worked in one department. I worked in another that's the way we kept it copacetic. I had a friend, I had one person I was friends with in my department when me and Riccio did work together. Um, but most of my friends were in other departments. This way, there wasn't like any question or I couldn't get the whole, hey, listen, you think you could come in for me? I had a person who did that. They were a fucking sneak. They were the rat, actually. They were a fucking rat and they used to rat to the supervisor. Anything anybody said, did, fucking didn't do, did wrong, did, didn't do it the way they wanted it done, they went right to the fucking supervisor because they're a fucking rat. If their fucking tail and nose got any fucking longer, it'd be a fucking miracle. But, is that a little dark? I don't fucking care. Here's the problem. Society is this way. People who do their job and do it good and don't say anything, don't cause trouble, don't don't give any problems, don't speak up. We're the ones that get fucking shit on. But you get the fucking people who run back, they rat to the supervisor, they fucking open their mouth up at the water cooler to other people. Oh, you'll never heard what this one did. Oh my God, you know, Tanya did this, Tom did this, 
Tanya did this. Case, uh, Stacy did this. These people get off. You heard me right. They get off on causing problems for other people. What I mean by that is they get off. They get a fucking, they, they get, I don't know. We'll, we'll use the two, both terminologies. For guys, they get hard. For women, they get wet. They get off on fucking ratting people out or fucking snitching to the boss. They're the same people who like, if you fucking did something, they would tell the police, oh, it was him over there. You know, they're untrustworthy because they're the ones who the minute something seriously needs to get done, they drop the ball and will not be able to fucking do shit with it. It's just the way they fucking are. But yet they have no problem. No problem. Excuse me, I need to take a sip. Diming motherfuckers out. And what I mean by that is fucking snitching on them. And these people are everywhere. They're everywhere. And it doesn't matter where you work, what you do, how hard you try to get away from them. They're fucking there. They're embedded. They're like ticks. You know what? We'll use a tick analogy. They're like ticks. You know, when you fucking get a tick and you got to fucking like, you try to put the oil on it. It doesn't come out. And like, mm, fuck, you got to burn it. You just got to fucking burn it out. You just got to fucking take a pair of fucking tweezers and a fucking lighter, hold it down and fucking burn it until it pops. That's the only way to get rid of fucking people like that. It is just fucking, they're useless. They, they are an old, outdated fucking dredge. They're like a fucking skin tag. There's no use to them whatsoever. You know, they're a piece of shit. And the problem is every fucking job's got them. Everybody, every job has that suck up. But here's the flip side. Or you get the jobs where not only is there suck ups, then you get the people who just bitch. They bitch about their fucking job every fucking day. I worked with a kid. Um, and I'm going to say kid. He was like 22 years old. Um, I don't mean to offend anybody by calling him a fucking kid. Um, apparently somebody wanted to talk to us. Um, but here's the fucking problem with, with the kid. Um, he bitched. He bitched about what we had to do. Our job was to unload trucks, to load up our delivery guys, to keep our warehouse organized, to clean up the warehouse, to take the garbage out. And then if the garbage was messed up outside, to fix the dumpsters. We weren't getting paid $10 an hour. You know, we were making a pretty decent amount of money. This fucking kid bitched. Every fucking day he was in. Oh my God, these guys don't know how to do their job. Oh my God, we don't get paid enough to do this shit. Oh, this is bullshit. I don't know how much longer I'm going to take this. I'm going to find a new job. It's like, dude, if you don't like your job, you don't want to do the work. And it wasn't hard work. I could understand if we were going out with a fucking hammer and we were fucking like, I don't know. We were tapping on fucking like, you know, railroad fucking spikes like that. I could understand that's a fucking hard job. You know, 
I can understand if we were fucking digging ditches out in the middle of the frozen tundra and fucking like, I don't know, fucking the middle of fucking nowhere um, at the fucking North Pole. But no, we were fucking in a warehouse and we just had to unload trucks with a forklift, with a forklift, put shit away with a forklift, label it, and that was fucking hard. He bitched every fucking day. It was nine hours, nonstop, bitching and complaining. All day long. The only time he didn't bitch and complain is when he was fucking gone. Which used to disappear fucking often. Every fucking hour, he'd be gone. He'd go to me. Mr. Black. He goes, you mind if I step out for a second? I want to run to Wawa. Yeah, T, no problem. He would fucking leave. He'd come back an hour later. He's like, um... I'm going to go grab lunch. I'm going to run to McDonald's. You want anything? Uh, no, dude, I'm good. I don't eat McDonald's. Um, yes, I don't eat McDonald's. Um, I haven't fucking had anything from McDonald's probably in about five to ten years. Um, and literally, I don't eat at McDonald's. Um, every once in a while, I do get a craving for McDonald's french fries, but... Um, McDonald's does have fucking banging fries. I do know a couple other places that have fucking good French fries. Um, but it's, for some reason, if you grew up on them, it's fucking McDonald's got the best fries in the world. <laughs> um, unless you're talking about boardwalk fries. I know, I'm jumping all over the place. Go fuck yourselves. But, you know, the biggest thing is, you people like this, who work in offices... They bitch. They work in an office. All they have to do all day long is take a phone call, put order in system, done. That's it. They fucking bitch. They bitch. Oh, my job is fucking too hard. No, it's not. A monkey could do your job. But they fucking bitch and moan. The, all these people want to do is bitch, moan, and complain. I laugh about it. It's fucking hilarious. When I used to work, when before I retired, used to people for the military do the same thing. I used to use military guys bitch all the time. Man, I hate this fucking, I hate this base. Why? It, it gets cold in the wintertime. Then ask for reassignment to California. Man, I don't like this fucking base. Okay, why not? Uh, it's too sunny out. Fucking ass to be transferred to Alaska. You know, it's, you know, the ship's fucking too rocky. The fucking tank doesn't operate the right way. They're everywhere. These people bitch and moan. They're everywhere. But work ethic is, is horrible. The same people who bitch, their work ethic is fucking atrocious. And they're the ones who try to get out of work. Now, the, there's a kid me and Richie used to work with. He was new when I when it, before I left. He used to bitch about everybody. He used to bitch about everybody. I don't know why this happens. I don't know. You need to do this. Oh, why do we got to do that? It takes too long. This is this. This is that. It's like I've noticed a trend. 20-somethings seem to like to bitch about their fucking jobs. Not all of them. Not all you guys. I do like the guys who turn around and are like, yeah, this job sucks, but 
it fucking makes my car payment. It pays for my apartment. You know, it pays for me to take the girls, the fucking 30 girls I go out with every fucking week. You know, I love, that's fucking funny. Those people have a work ethic. They know why you got to work. These other people don't want to fucking work. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just because I was raised by my grandparents. My friends were raised pretty much in the same area. Um, you know, either raised by the grandparents or their parents were older. But we have a work ethic. We're hard workers. We can't fucking sit still. I've been unemployed for a month. I've gotten so much fucking work done around my house. I probably could have fucking built like another house. That's how fucking much I can't sit still. I've gotten a lot of shit done. Um, I've gotten a lot of shit. The home home improvement projects finished. I've gotten a couple of games that I've completed. Um, I have beat Fallen Order, Jedi Fallen Order for the PS4. Um, again, um, if you want to play with us, uh, play with us. That sounded wrong. Um, if you would like to hit us up on the Xbox or the PS4, um, I have both. Riccio only has the Xbox. Um, our names will be up. I found a thing to do it to put them up on the website. Um, they will be up by next weekend. Um, Richie O's Joker collection will be up. I'm trying to work on getting pictures of it to put the whole thing up. Um, so other than that, it, it just stems back to there's people who are fucking horrible. Any job you have. This is advice I got from my mother. No matter where you go, no matter what you do, no matter who you work with, there's going to be a fucking asshole or a handful of them, no matter where you work. What you got to do is fucking learn to fucking pretty much drown them out. And eventually, they'll either stop breathing, stop existing, or you'll just completely tone them out indefinitely. The kid literally took me a week to pretty much drown out. And I said to him, which is why I think I got laid off and he didn't. Um, dude, if you don't like it so much, why don't you quit? And he pretty much still bitched and moaned. Um, but I caught him off guard for us that day. He didn't say a fucking word about uh, quitting. But the minute he could leave, like I said, he would fucking, he would jet. He would, he would jet. He would fucking leave 5, 10, 15 minutes early. Um, or leave to go to fucking, like I said, Wawa, McDonald's, Burger King, Taco Bell. Um, but it was always fucking funny. He would always bitch the minute we had to do actual work, anything manual labor. And then he would tout how he used to be an iron worker. Or steel, I'm sorry. He used to be a steel worker. The problem was he didn't have enough work because he wasn't certified to weld. My question to him was, well, why didn't you go ask to get the certification? He was a union steelworker. The union will help him, as far as I know, get what he needs to become a certified welder. He turned around and said he didn't want to um, do that because it would take too much of his time. And I was like, 
that's fucking stupid. Whatever. That's your fucking deal. That's great. You want to fucking be that way? Awesome. But here's the other fucking downside to it. Let any skills that you learn in life will always help you progress your career, progress your life in a forward direction. And what I mean by that is any new experience you get in life is a new experience. It's something new. You can put it on your resume. Hey, I know how to do this. So then when you look for another job, which I got a couple of offers for jobs, it was, oh, you know how to do this? You're certified to do this. We have an opportunity for you. It was then in my aspect to look at it and go, hey, I don't want to drive that far for that amount of money. Thank you, but no. Um, oh, and what's up with fucking, which is nice. It's the new year. I, I do want to talk about it, touch on this a little bit. We are, today's January 3rd. So, um, my fucking favorite thing is, all right, so January 3rd, 2020. Yes, it's 2020. If you think about it right now, um, anybody born in the year 2020, when they are 80 years old, will be celebrating the new millennium. And what do I mean by, or not, they'll be in 2021. So they'll be in the new century. Um, They will be, it will be, you know, they'll get to see 2100. Um, so I, I corrected myself. I know I said millennium, but you got to think about it. Anybody born now when they're 80 years old, it'll be, you know, 2100. It'll be 2100. So they'll get to go, well, when I was born, this is how shit worked. Now we have flying cars, floating houses, big, you know, it, it's going to be, supposedly I'm still waiting for these flying cars. Like I was teased when I was a kid, you know, we all watched, well, I, I don't know how many people, some people are 20 right now. They were born in 2000. Um, but I remember as a kid, I watched the Jetsons. I know some of you guys quoted on reruns. Um, you know, meet George Jetson, his boy, all right. The Simpsons did a fucking spoof of it. And the opening credits one time. They had flying cars. We've been getting teased flying cars. Oh, and Back to the Future. We've been getting teased about flying cars since 1984. Okay. And before that, actually. But still, you know, when they said 2000 would hit, we would have flying cars. They're full of shit. Um, we don't have flying cars. Where's my damn... Dodge, where's my flying cars? I want a flying Challenger. Um, dope, Challenger was a space shuttle. Eh, well, close enough. Um... Well, what I'm saying is, you know, the uh, I want flying trucks and fucking, you know, Pintos and shit like that. Pinto, it wasn't, it's not just a bean, it was also a fucking car. It was a piece of shit, too. Um, but yeah, go on. Um, definitely, if, you, if you're confused about it, go on YouTube. Look up the Jetsons. And you'll see what I'm talking about. Um... YouTube is a fucking, is the greatest fucking invention, man. You can watch old commercials, old cartoons, old fucking TV shows, clips from TV shows. 
You couldn't do that years ago. You couldn't fucking do it. You missed a fucking an episode of something. You had to wait. You had to wait till the fucking that season ended and then catch it over the summer on a rerun. And you know you'd be the fucking le- the one left out. Oh my god, did you see this? Oh my god, no, it was always fucked up. And it, it's funny because now we have Netflix, uh, Disney, Disney Plus, Man- the Mandalorian. Like I was saying, um. They're great. I like what Disney's doing, though. Disney is re- was releasing their original content one episode a week. Like, they used to do it with TV shows. Yeah, then it's up, and you can watch it. Um, Hulu. Hulu's another great thing. Um, you know, they host all the old shit that you can watch. And when it comes to the new stuff, you gotta wait a week. Like, it's regular television. They don't broadcast it or you don't get it a week early or the whole series is now like before it's play, done playing on tv that's fucking two things i love about hulu and disney plus um netflix netflix just drops a whole season and people are like well guess what it's fucking sunny outside i'm gonna stay in draw the blinds and i'm gonna binge watch netflix um yeah that's a not healthy b people we really need to be more social like I keep saying, and I'm going to stress this fact. Get off your fucking phones when you're out in public. Um, but you have that ability. You can fucking not talk to anybody. And I've seen it. I've seen it firsthand. Um, I, I've seen it in in bars, out with Richie, um, out with Mrs. Black. Um, I do have an email I want to read. We're at 45. Ah, he can wait a little bit more. Um, but yeah, so anyway, as I was saying, you, we have to stay off. I mean, we, we have to go out, we have to socialize more. I had some great conversations with people, um, me and Richie, when we were out in public, like we were interacting with other individuals, not buried in our phones. Um, and even going out visually. And I got to say this, I brought up in the beginning of the show, and this is where it comes back around full circle. I was up in North Jersey this weekend, uh, last weekend, helping family out. And um, I I do have to say I miss the city. I do miss it. And it's, I miss it because of convenience. And what do I mean about convenience? Um, Where I could walk across the street to the fucking deli and wouldn't have to walk three blocks and worry about getting hit by six cars i didn't have to drive fucking 15 minutes to go get a fucking coffee or a fucking soda um or a fucking bottle of water i could walk across the street um but you have to pay the price for uh, i i guess it would be it's not luxury I mean, because it's not. Um, I didn't have a choice when I moved. So, like, I was still in high school. It was, hey, guess what? We're moving down the Jersey Shore. You're SOL. You have to fucking get up at 5 a.m. and commute to school every day to graduate. I was a senior. Um, I do miss it. It's convenience where everything is in walking distance. That's the one thing I think we I took for granted. Me and all my friends took for granted 
was that convenience, that fact that we could walk everywhere. You could get, now you fucking want to go to your friend's house, you get in the car, you drive there. Before it was, we had to walk from our front door, four blocks up to catch the bus, the public transit bus, yeah, those big things, anybody who's on, who's not in northern New Jersey or New York, it's those big things that travel on main roads that say, like, next town over. Yeah, get on those, go to where your next stop is, which may be cross town. But when you have the bus stop, the bus doesn't drop you off in front of your fucking friend's house. It's not like mom, and I love the par- I love parents. Your parents would never drive you anywhere. I love this shit now. I, I talk to family members. I talk to my sister. My sister lives in Georgia. Okay. She's got to drive my nephew places. He's almost old enough to drive. God fucking help us. Um, but he, he's got mom's taxi service. I wish I had mom's taxi service when I was a kid. You know, if we wanted to go anywhere, if it was somewhere far um, and like my mom was going there, then we would all like meet at my house. My mom would drive us. But mostly if it was like we wanted to go out and get together, it was like, here's 20 bucks. I'll see you later. And newsflash, we had calling cards. Like my parents specifically had a calling card for me, for me to use a, this thing, it was a thing on the street corner, it was called a payphone. Used to be fucking one everywhere. It was one every fucking three blocks. Sometimes there was one every block, depending on the neighborhood. Um, but yeah, we had calling cards. And I would use that to call. I would have to leave my mom's house, go to Joe, my buddy Joe's house, call from his house. Mom, I got to Joe's. All right, when he's leaving. We're waiting on Nick. We're waiting on so-and-so. We're waiting on fucking Shorty. As soon as they get here, we're going to Newport. All right. We got to Newport, and it was like a fucking hot chain. It was like a fucking phone chain. I had to call my mom. Then Joe had to call his mom. Fucking Nikki had to call his mom. Fucking Shorty had to call his mom. And you know everybody had to check in. All right, you're at the mall. All right, what he's doing? We're going to go to the movies. How long is that going to be? So we would time it out like, oh, okay, blah, blah, blah. You know, as long as we didn't get in trouble. Now, in trouble didn't mean, you know, like, in trouble back then meant the police drove you home. Um, If we didn't get caught doing shit, we were good. Um, We were good. We would sometimes go to New York. Yeah. We would jump the path train to the city because it was right there. Hey, we were at the mall. We weren't with our parents. We were hanging out. It was cool. We'd go to the fucking city, hang out in the city for a little bit, and then come back. We always had to make sure we were home by whatever designated time. Or, see, the way we worked it a lot of times is we all went to somebody's house. And usually you went to, like, the cool parents where they, like, would be like, all right. Try to get in by 9 o'clock. If you come in at 1 a.m., then it's a problem. So we tried to get in by like 12.30. But they would cover for you. Oh, yeah, the kids are out in the backyard playing. 
order downstairs, fucking, you know, playing cards, um, playing fucking something. We always were fucking covered. Uh, my buddy, my one buddy's house, whose parents were cool. He had a pool table. So it was like, they would call, my mom would call and it would be like, yeah, um, they're downstairs playing pool. And my mom knew we had a pool table. So it wasn't fucking like, oh, they're causing problems. No, I was in the city getting fucking just having fun because we just walked around. (laughs) You would walk from World Trade down to South Street Seaport and back. We didn't catch a taxi. That was like fucking tourists. Tourists caught taxis. We didn't catch a taxi. But these are memories I made with my friends and, and Richio's talked about his experiences with his friends. People nowadays don't do that. They live through their phone, through other, you know, through just through their fucking technology. That sucks. You need to make real memories. Yeah, granted, dating has been taken into the next level of you can talk to somebody online, try to feel them out, but you got to eventually meet. And if you don't hit it off with somebody because your communication sucks, that's on you. You know, pretty much all a girl's got to do is look fucking hot and she don't have to say fucking two words, but hi and giggle. Guys, you got to kind of pick up the slack a little bit. On the flip side, girls, if you're with girls, that would be kind of awkward. Hi, hi, hee <laughs> hee. Yeah. Um, guys, it would be the same thing. Um, you know, fucking two guys who like guys, hey, gotta kind of figure something out. Um, <laughs> don't, don't ask for directions. Uh, cause most fucking guys don't like doing that. So, um, but yeah, you have, have to learn that technology is great. It, it, it does fuck the communication up a little bit. Um, but listen. You can listen to the podcast on your phone, um, mobile devices in your car, um, fucking PlayStation, Xbox. They both have Spotify. Um, we're on Spotify. Um, we're on Spotify. We're on SoundCloud. We're on Amp.fm. We're on Google Play Music. We're on pretty much almost anywhere that podcasts can be heard um we are working on expanding and getting it bigger but we can't get it grow it without you guys um so this new year's uh this year we are going to try to expand our show um we're going to try to give you guys more of what you want what you need um what you request Um, but let me finish off by this email because it was directed specifically towards me. This is from Todd Westcott, Brian Black, my nigga. (laughs) Shit. Damn, brother. What up, kid? I play football for my high school team. I'm on the O-line. All right, big up to the O-line. Um, I really want a, a scholarship to college, so I'm trying to step up my game on the field. Briefly talked about how you were a beast on the field and your uh, gym repertoire until you snapped both your fucking thumbs. Um, nah, dude, I broke both my hands uh, during a game. That did not stop me. Um, 
all that stopped me doing was playing drums. Um, that didn't stop me from fucking, uh, fucking hurting people on the field. Um, dude, can you please give me some advice on how to tear up the fucking gym and smash those motherfuckers on the field? Uh, I'm a big ass motherfucker like you. My nickname is Big, and it stands for Beast, Idiot, Get Him. It's a long story about how I got that. Okay, whatever. Um, all right. So, nobody's fucking stupid. If you uh, read into being stupid, um, then there's an issue. But if you're in fucking high school, dude, you got to focus on the books. Because um, ain't no college going to touch you without you fucking hitting the books. Um, so, that's one thing. So, if your grades are good... And you're you're good there. Um, performance stacks speaks for itself. Uh, how you can get noticed? Play clean. Um, aim high. Always aim high. Make sure um, that you can kind of get noticed, like on the tapes and shit. Make sure that your coaches are recording you. So, like, if you're blocking people, if you're pancaking guys. Make sure that your coaches are getting that on video. I, I cannot stress it enough, Todd. Um, that's one thing that I got from a couple of my interviews with colleges um, was that no matter what you do, it's got to be on tape for them to see it. Uh, also, when you're playing other schools, if there's guys there who have a rep or are being scouted, Try to perform better at those games. Step up your game a little bit. Because you're, not only are they coming to scout that dude, so say like as a running back, well, they may be scouting that running back, but the coach is still sitting there the whole fucking game. I had coaches who were sitting in front of my mom at a game. They were there scouting the other team. And they started going through looking at the thing because I was putting fucking a hurt on people. And the guy they were looking at, I fucking body slammed on the field. And the coaches were like wondering what I was. I was a junior at that point. One of those coaches actually sent me an invitation for an in, actually for a visit, which I had to turn down because it was in, it was at Texas Tech. Um, and I had to turn that down because, A, I was not fucking going to Texas to visit the school. I had a phone interview with the with the coach. Um, he was actually very nice. Um, and I actually, he was friends with my coach, my, my defensive line coach. Um, they actually played together at Texas. Um, they both went through Texas and... My coach would have played pro ball, but he blew his knee out. And he decided to get his degree as a, instead of going on to play in the NFL because he knew he wouldn't be able to do what he did 100% and he would rather be able to walk, which he walked with a cane, than um, he didn't do uh, any more damage to his leg. Um so the uh, the big thing is in the gym, you want to work on uh, stamina. 
you want to work on your stamina and your strength. So those are two key things in the gym you want to work on. If you got a pool or can utilize one, do it. Swimming is a total body workout. I definitely recommend it. Um, I'm actually switching gyms since they opened up a new gym by me, and I found out they have a pool. Um, so that's one thing that uh, swimming is a total body workout. Any strength and endurance uh, coach will tell you uh, it's one of the best things you can do besides lifting is swimming. Um, swimming will help you with stamina. Uh, swimming will help you with your stamina. Swimming will also help you with your total body workout. Um, it beats riding a bike. It beats fucking walking on a treadmill. Swimming will work the fuck out of you. Trust me. Um, uh, so that is pretty much, uh, the way to go, but definitely hit the books, dude. Hit the books because your brain and your education are more important than anything. Um, because eventually you, you may not get to the pros. You're going to have to use that fucking noggin you got. So you might be a big dude. And if you're fucking dumb as a doornail, it ain't going to fucking matter because no college is going to touch you. The other thing too is you have to, uh, um, you got to keep your grades up. Even in college, they're not going to let you skate by. So if you're in a high school that's letting you skate, college ain't going to do that, man. Um, college is going to shut you down if you don't keep your grades up. Um, and a lot of the a lot of colleges now are fucking scrutinized because of all the shit that went on back in the fucking late '90s and early 2000s with the fucking point shaving and all the other shit where they were paying for fucking grades and stuff like that. So it it's a lot of fucked up shit. But you know what? Um, you got to do it. So uh, as far as girls. Um, that's pretty much it. So, um, hit your, uh, hit your books, hit your fucking weight room and find a pool. You start swimming, man, you're fucking, you'll turn into, you'll be a total animal and they'll want to fucking move you around. Um, O-line's very hard to get noticed, dude. Um, so if you do D-line, D-line, you got a better chance. If you increase your speed and your stamina, um, try out for an end position. Uh, D ends are always, especially if you got size and you're a fucking big fucking monster. Um, definitely, definitely, definitely defensive end, defensive tackle. Um, but you need speed. Speed's key to a defensive end. If you can fucking, if you can catch up to a running back off the fucking D line, off the end spot, you're fucking golden. You can catch a quarterback in his blind side. That's all they fucking want. They need that speed coming off the outside. Um, that's the biggest thing. They want that outside speed coming in, rush the quarterback, rush the fucking rusher, um, and take them down. So that's my little fucking sports jargon for now. Um, we really don't do that. But Todd, I hope it helps you out a little bit. But uh, hit the books. Um, Simon, go fuck yourself because uh, you're an asshole. Anyway, but we like assholes. So, And I was always told takes one to no one. Anyway, guys, uh, it's, we're at 103. This is Brian Black, Powerline Kids Podcast. Check us out at uh, thepowerlinekidspodcast.com, brianblack201 at gmail.com, thepowerlinekids at yahoo.com. Uh, check us out Spotify, 
uh, Anchor.fm, Google Play Music, SoundCloud. Uh, that's it for me. Uh, talk to you guys Sunday, uh, with hopefully with Richie O. Uh, have a good one, um, and hopefully your new year's starting off good, and it's not continuing from the same bullshit you were going through last year.